Hola, amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hello, hello, amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Today's episode is going to be with two fabulous real estate professionals. And I really thought that it was super important for us to learn more about what's been going on with the real estate. Some of us were waiting in the sidelines thinking that it would tank at some point so that we can step in and buy. And then others were saying, no, 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 it's going up and up and up. And of course, some of you want to know, what does it entail? Like, what is the, I guess, the 411 on real estate and how we can be new homeowners or perhaps investors. So I thought it was essential for us to have these big time professionals, one of them being a real estate realtor and the other one being a amazing mortgage lender who's also huge in the banking industry. So Martha Morales is of Keller Williams Realty has been licensed for 17 years and has been with Keller Williams for the past 10 years. Martha has been one of Keller Williams's agent leadership council for eight years. She has voting power over the decisions of the company's agents. Martha also helps other agents achieve their goal and mentors them in starting their business in real estate. She hosts live video meetings at her office to discuss an array of subjects such as life insurance, living trust, retirement, reverse mortgages, mortuary services, and of course, the power of owning your own home, which is step one of wealth building. She's married to her loving husband, Eddie, for 27 years and is a mother to two amazing college-educated kids. And in her free time, Martha works out every day and enjoys movie nights with the family. She is definitely a big time badass. So next person we have is Lucia Solis, who is a VP of mortgage lending. She's a veteran of the Southern California market. Lucia brings a fresh and avant-garde approach to mortgage lending. With over 20 years experience in banking and real estate investments, Lucia combines vast business acumen with a highly professional approach 
so her clients experience a successful, stress-free closing. Her ability to educate constant accessibility and belief that each borrower is unique has created a business that is growing almost as rapidly as her stellar reputation among clients and agents. Lucia specializes in loan amounts up to $15 million for residential property purchases and refinances, and her clients range from first-time home buyers to the seasoned investor. When not working with clients and agents, Lucia enjoys gardening, running, and spending time with family. Lucia is fluent in Spanish, having lived her teenage years in Ecuador. Wow. They're both stellar, and I'm so excited to have them here today. And without further ado, this is Martha and Lucia. Hello, 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 amigas. Welcome to Amiga Hand Your Shit podcast. And like I said before, I have these two amazing souls, uh, Lucia Solis and Marta Morales, who are big time professionals in real estate. And I really wanted them here to discuss what's going on in real estate and how do we get in on that game? Because some of us out there, amigas out there, don't own a piece of property, but perhaps after learning about the ins and outs about ownership in housing, this might be the episode for you that will charge you and ignite you and make it happen for you in this life. So amigas, thank you so much, Lucia, for being here and Marta Morales for being here as well. Welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Thank you very much for inviting me. I really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And Lucita, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here as well. So for, you know, just so that we can allow our amigas out there who don't know you, let's find out a little bit about you, your background. And I know you both are in the same real estate field, but not in the same position. So if you could please let us know what your position is, what do you do, and the company you work for. And why don't we start off with the letter L, which is Lucia, <laughs> if you can let us all know. Okay. I'm uh, Vice President of Mortgage Lending for Guaranteed Rate Affinity. I have been in the lending industry for over 20 years. I, you know, help a lot of first-time buyers. I work with a lot of realtors. This is my passion. I've been doing it forever. I have been in other positions within banking, and uh, I did do commercial lending, a little bit of SBA. And then when I found uh, the rewards, the satisfying rewards of helping people own their home, I chose to just focus on mortgage lending. So that's that's pretty much my background. Beautiful, beautiful. And what about you, Marta? Um, so I've been in real estate for 17 years, so pretty close to Lucia. And I also, well, I'm a salesperson at heart anyway. I love just let's buy it and how we're going to do it and all that. It's very exciting for me. I'm also into educating as well. So I always tell people, as you've brought a lot of great people on your show, how do we build wealth? How do we come better? And number one step is always buying a home. It is a number one step to building wealth. And how does that work? 
So let's go to our examples. My mom bought their house for $25,000 over 40 years ago. It is now worth $600,000. And that's how you build wealth. I try to educate people about it. So it doesn't matter what the market says today because tomorrow it will, you will have more wealth because you bought that home. And so I love educating. So you're doing two things. You're building wealth. You're getting your home where you can live and do whatever you want with your family and, you know, host the parties and the whole bit. So you're kind of doing a lot with buying a house. Oh my God. Yes, absolutely. I just purchased a home. I mean, well, I had a condo before and whatnot, but it's so different (laughs) because with condos, as you guys know, you have to pay HOAs and all these other nuances. So I want to really dive really deep. And how do we even start the process of ownership? So let's take just a, a simple example, husband and wife and maybe one or two kids and they approach the situation. What advice would you start off with? Would you send them first to a lender to get some approval or what? I mean, because I know you guys are the experts. So please, please, please educate us. Personally, I, you know, that's the first step because usually you'll see the, they have an interest in owning a home. And so they'll see homes out there and they'll want to, you know, go see a realtor or talk to a realtor to see how they can go about buying it. But the realtor really you know, they might want to get acquainted with the client. However, it's so important first to talk to a lender. It's important to, to know what they can afford and to guide them on how to become homeowners. A lot of times we talk to people who are not ready. And so by discussing their financial situation, their credit, their savings, we kind of put them in a position to buy. If they're not ready, we work with them. And over time, we get them ready to, to go out with the realtor. A lot of people I help typically come from a realtor who has spoken to them and and they ask them to reach out to me first to make sure that the home that they want to buy, that they're able to. So typically it's with me first. And then, um, you know, when we help a first-time buyer, it's a little different than someone who owns a home. On a first-time buyer, you know, basically I three things, you know, how much do you have in your bank? How much have you saved up? How long have you been on your job and um, how much do you make? Those are the things, the primary things that we look at um, and we discuss with them first. Okay. And then it, yeah, uh, let you move on to. Uh, no, no, well, I have actually a couple of questions as it relates to what you were saying. Because what I like to do is I like to unpack. Like when you, you give me like a quote or a sentence, I'm like, <gasps> I need to learn more, a little bit more about that. So you you said when a person is not ready, when you say that, what do you mean? Like, like for instance, like you you don't have enough money in the bank or, or Um, the credit may be less than perfect. Okay. And you know, with less than perfect credit, you can buy a house, but it would be very expensive and it's harder to qualify for so when I say that they may not be ready, that it could be that. It could also be their credits. In addition to their credit, we look at, you know, how much do you have in the bank? Typically, we like to see with a first-time home buyer who has decent credit, 3%. If their credit is less than perfect, say between six, 620 and 700, we would look at an FHA loan with 3.5% down. Ah, I see. I see. Okay. So 
And are you saying that FHA loans are usually for those first-time home buyers that may or may not have great credit? Exactly. Ah. They're more fle- FHA is a program that's more flexible with credit. It is can be a little bit more expensive than conventional. So conventional lending can be done with less than perfect credit scores, too. We go all the way down to 620. However, the pricing is not the best. So, you know, that's why they want to talk to a lender because, you know, I get a lot of times clients, I need an FHA loan. And I'm like, well, let's see first your situation because conventional can be less expensive if the client has, you know, you know, above 700 credit scores. So it's, it's basically tweaking what's best for the client when we speak to them. Another important factor is, you know, when I, I mentioned the three things I usually ask is also where, you know, work their work situation because, you know, we require at least two years in the workforce. You know, they could have changed jobs, but we require two years unless they were in college and, you know, they can provide their college transcripts and then make up the difference on the two years with their college or student background. So that's another thing you look at. And excuse me for not Knowing the lingo, I guess, when you say conventional loan, is that the same thing as a jumbo loan? No. Conventional loan in in our industry in L.A. and Orange County is $548,250, I believe. Anything above that is considered a high balance loan up to $822,000. Above $822,000 is considered a jumbo loan. So... You know, it depends. First time buyers are typically looking at purchase prices in LA County less than 600. And so they typically would fall into a conventional lending scenario. Our high balance in LA County, the rules are the same as conventional, they're just priced a little differently. So conventional, high balance, and jumbo. That, that's lots of work. <laughs> so, so, you know, it gets overwhelming. And when I sit with a realtor and their first time buyers, at the end, the realtor's under the table kicking me, you know, you know, tone it down a bit because you're going too far into it and they're not understanding. So it's so important to like guide them properly. And, you know, when I meet with them or I haven't met clients for over a year and a half now, but I, I do have clients all the way out in Coachella Valley who are Hispanic first-time buyers that, I mean, I never meet. But when I when we're on the phone and I go over this, I'm like, please, please pause me if, you know, I'm saying something that you're not understanding. But usually by asking the questions, interviewing them and asking them questions, they provide the information I need to structure it for them, help them structure their loan. Right. And then also the interest rate is really tied on how much money you're being loaned, right? The loan, right? And then also how much you're putting down, right? I believe my understanding is with FHA, if you're only 3%, then is the entrance supposed to be lower or higher? I, I, I'm, you know, it just explain. depends <laughs> on credit. Honestly, it depends on credit. So we, you know, we're big time, you know, take care of your credit, take care of your credit. We help people. Our company has a system where I can coach them on how to, it's called credit expert. A lot of lenders have it now where we run credit and we go into that system and we can tell a buyer, look, if you do this or this, your scores will go up. 
maybe within, if you don't find a home, sometimes I'll approve somebody in FHA because they're at 650. And while they're searching for a home and because it takes time now, I tell them what to do so that maybe if they haven't found a home in three months, I could re-pull their credit. Now they're in the 700s. Now we can switch them to conventional. So those are things that we do. I mean, I know I do to help people because I always want to give them the best rate and the best pricing, you know, lower their mortgage because the, the lower the mortgage, the more they can afford. So that's the goal. When we speak to clients, the truth is we'd like to give them what's best for them. But, you know, I don't stop. Some clients will say, well, let me fix my credit. I'm like, no, housing is going up. You don't want to miss an opportunity. If we got to go FHA, we got to go. Because it's hard to get a home. It's really hard to get a home nowadays. And so we'll qualify you FHA. We'll work on the credit behind the scenes. If it gets fixed, before you find a home, then maybe we can switch you to a conventional loan. So they're just terms, you know, conventional versus FHA. They're different type of products and they're designed to help people depending on their circumstances. Ah, yes. Well, thank you so much for clearing that, that mishap in my brain because I'm like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm sure there's amigas out there that are thinking the same thing. So now, okay, well, here's another follow-up question. You get a pre-approval for some asset that you can buy, right? Now, just because you get a pre-approval, does that mean you're actually going to get that loan? No, because it depends on the home you find. Because I approve people say up to 500000 for example, and then they end up buying less. So just because you're pre-approved for a certain amount doesn't mean that's exactly what you're going to end up with. Sometimes we have to restructure things. I approve clients to a payment too. Like, for example, when I interview you, you're like, well, I don't want to go over $3,000 a month. And so we structure your approval not to exceed that. But then, you know, we try to, it's not a perfect science. It's not exact science. So we kind of estimate on what we should approve you for to meet your, also your comfort level. However, you can always come back to me and say, hey, I want to go to 520. (laughs) We can't find anything. So then we restructure it. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, I mean, it's just a guideline to start, where to start, you know. Yeah, I get that. So then we go to Martha because Martha knows everything all over L.A. County, Orange County, you name it. Here in Southern California, you go to Martha. So, Martha, what do I do if, for instance, like, okay, I get my pre-qualification letter from Lucia. What do I do if I want to buy an asset? Okay, awesome. So we have our first appointment. And so Lucia explained the lending part of it, right? And so now you have your, you bring me your pre-approval letter and you can buy a house up to, let's stay with the same number, 500,000. Fantastic. So now I come and I want to present what the process is. But before we go into that, I say, so who's involved in this purchase? So it's husband, wife, and two kids. Perfect. And anything specific that you're looking for, anything you don't want, anything that would, you know, so why are you buying this home? Oh, because I want, I have a backyard for my kids. Perfect. So we're looking for a house with a backyard and I want to stay near the freeway for easy access to my job. Okay, so we're looking for a house near the freeway. And so there's a various questions that I'm asking them. So that way we are not going to go to an area that I don't want none of this. You know, we're not going to waste time. We're not going to, why? Because like 
you said houses are flying. So we got to be focused on what we're really looking to buy. Right. So tell me as much as you can, what you really want. And then that's what we're going to put down. So I got all that information. And now let me explain to you what the process is. So what is the process? So number one process is you got your lender. Fantastic. Great. First step. Second is you found your realtor. Awesome. So happy to be part of your team. So now the second, the third step is now let's look for homes based on your description, based on what you are looking for. We're going to look for those homes that you told me. So now we're looking into this, you know, so of course we, cities are involved and, and, and we have the pricing. We find the home, we find the homes, we go look at them out of the five that you liked, uh, that you saw, you like one, we're going to make an offer. What is an offer? Explain what an offer is and what's going to happen once I make the offer. What's going to happen once we make the offer? Three things will happen. Either it'll get accepted. Yay. Let's have a party. We get a counter, not so much of a party, but good, good sign. Or we get a rejection, which means they didn't like our offer. So those are the three things that could happen once we make an offer. So let's say we got an acceptance. Great. Let's have a party. Now the real work is about to start because all that other stuff was fun and getting to see what's out there. But the real work is once we get the offer accepted, which means we go into escrow. Okay. Which is what is escrow? So give them a little bit of explanation of what is escrow and what is going to happen within that time frame of escrow and all these timelines that we have to follow. We have all these timelines that we need to respect because that's what the contract said that we need to go to do. So then we're there in escrow for 30 days and we did everything we were supposed to do. Everything's hunky dory closing date. And I give you your keys and you get your house. And I mean, I go into more detail, but that gives them a gist. I start using words like what Lucia said. You start using words that they've never heard of. Escrow, title. What does title do? What is a contingency? What does that mean? So I go into detail of those things, which can take me about an hour. And then, but at least they're educated and they have those expectations of what's going to happen. So there's no su- real surprises, even though there is most of the time. The basic stuff is not a surprise. Hello, amigas. Welcome. Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. So I went back to the drawing board and we're getting ready to launch the Amiga Way Academy for the fall 2021. And so what is this? What is the Amiga Way Academy? This is the academy where you'll learn my four plus step formula on how to handle your shit, amigas. Yes. You're going to learn tangible ways, techniques that can transform the way you think, the way you problem solve by asking deeper questions that lead to abundance and epic, amazing solutions. You'll gain some clarity, some certainty, and definitely a lot of community. And you will not only feel all these things, but I promise you, amigas, when you come out of this amazing academy, you're going to live a more clear life, more abundance, more epic alignment. You will see. You just, you know, you're probably going to say like, well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, let me tell you something. I'll give you three reasons to be a part of my free webinar. One doesn't hurt to try new things. Two, it's free. Three, you will become abundantly clear that this is a must-have in your life. So amigas, there's three free webinars and they will be occurring 
August 31st, September 2nd, September 3. There are various times and some are in the afternoon. And of course, this is Pacific Standard Time because I live in California. So we'll start with these webinars. And I promise you, by the time you finish this free webinar, you're going to be wanting to be a part of the Amiga Way Academy. So like I said, there's three opportunities, August 31st, September 2nd, September 3rd. Yes, amigas, we're getting into the fall. Wow. You know, this will be late summer, but it'll be a six session program that is going to be for 90 days. But you're going to get to learn everything about it through these free webinars. So all you have to do is hit the link and I'll see you in later this month. Now, I'm going from my experience that the market is hot, apparently. Like, it is super hot. I mean, I know that I went in and I made, I don't know how many offers. I don't have enough hands, I think, for for the offers that have been brought forth. What do you do? Like, how do you explain it to your customers, your clients? Because it's like you get super, like, overwhelmed and then disappointed And you still have to keep this face of like, oh, well, we can try next time, next time. But yet the mortgage, the interest, I believe, are like going up. They will be going up pretty soon, I'm sure, because inflation is going off the roof now. So there's all these factors. So what kind of advice do you provide to your customer, the the dissolution customer? Because they keep getting like, I mean, I'm screwed (laughs) out of an investment. Well, I'll tell you, for me, Lucia and me would have to work together 100% because that you're going to get your offer accepted mainly because of your team, how strong they are. And so one of the things that I work with, so let's say I have the buyer and they bring their lender. So Lucia's their lender. I'm going to call her and I'm going to say, hey, so let's talk about the client. What is their strengths? What's, what do they really can do and this and that? And so a lot of the times... That's our strength. So we lower days of doing things. So the appraisal, we lower, and we're going to use words that, again, it's going to be different. But we, we shorten the appraisal time. We shorten the inspection time. We shorten the approval time. We may even shorten the escrow time. We put a big initial deposit. So instead of the normal standards of, let's say, $10,000, let's do thirty. If, if you feel comfortable with that, let's do 30000 of initial deposit. Hey, lender, can you help me out with maybe putting a per diem? I do that as well. So if we don't close in 30 days, we're going to pay $200 a day every day it doesn't close. Because that will make the seller feel like these people are serious, they're not messing around, and they can close at the end. Because that's every seller's worry is are they going to close in 30 days? Right. So, so the lender and agent have to be strong. I, I have to agree 100% with her. I work with a lot of realtors and I review a lot of offers made on properties to assist the realtor, the listing agent to make a decision on which buyer to select. And it is so critical that they have the proper team, that they have a realtor that knows what they're doing and a lender. I mean, I see offers that you know, lender, you really have to work with a good lender and realtor. It is such a key to getting your offer accepted. Something we do that is some lenders I see do it, but we are now putting our clients through the full process up front. 
And so their files go into underwriting. The step that happens when you open escrow, we try to get it out of the way. So what happens is I give a pre, let's assume Martha gives me a client. I pre-approve them, give her a letter. Then I take the client and I say, okay, now we're going to go through the process as if you opened escrow. You're going to give me everything. We're going to verify your employment. We're going to do everything we need to do so that when you open escrow, all you have to worry about is the property, not your approval. So we issue what's called the loan commitment. We have provided within, I, the, it takes about four business days to get that. Uh, pre-approval, typically we can do within hours, but it takes about four days. We will give what's called the loan commitment. Martha with that has more, would have a more comfort level and making her offer look better than it would otherwise. So it gives a little bit of peace of mind to Martha to maybe reduce the escrow timing, to maybe reduce the loan contingency, these terms uh, like deadlines within an escrow. So it positions her buyer to be in a much better position than a lot of other clients. And if she does a nice offer, very, it's so critical that you work with an experienced agent I know having been in this business and I have a lot of part-time agents Mm. and you know, it is not, I believe it's unfair to the buyers that they're not working with professionals that have the experience to help them with the largest asset of their lives. You know, you can't, Oh, my cousin who's a teacher does is a realtor on the side. I mean, honestly, Listing agents are now looking at the realtor's experience because they want a sure transaction. So that too is key. And honestly, our buyers or future buyers really need to do some homework on who they're going to work with. So that's my, my recommendation. Absolutely. about I agree with you. And sometimes when I'm a listing agent, I do look up their records and sometimes Listing agents look up mine and accept my offer just because of my record. But it is so important to, that's part of it as well. Also is the other thing is call the listing agent and say, let me talk to you. Let me show you that I'm when, if we open escrow together, it'll be as easy as possible. And that way you can call me anytime. And if there's anything that comes up, we're going to fix it. No matter what, we're going to fix it because you got to make that listing agent give that assurance to their client, which is the seller say, look, because I do it all the time. I got these five offers. This agent has called me already five times. These other agents have never called me. So this agent's letting me know that it's going to go smooth and they're on top of it. That's also very important as well. So it's a lot of technical. And then also at the end of the day, people skills. Ah. Yes, definitely. If you don't have the people's skills to begin with, forget it. You're not going to get a home pretty much unless you really have those people, people skills to really land the home that you want and have the best lender to help you out in that transaction. Wonderful. This is great information, amigas. Now, one of the things that I picked up was this loan commitment, which is different from pre-qualification. So I know, Marta, you would like more of the loan commitments, right, in front of you. Is that your experience that you get these letters most often or not? I don't think I've ever even heard of anyone say that. I'll tell you this. Now I'm going to know that it's three. Pre-qualification is really 
not very strong. Pre-approval, stronger. But loan commitment, I'm going to start asking for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it'll give you an edge on your presentation, presenting your offers. And then comfort for you, the comfort level. So we do that on our conventional loans and our high balance. So... Okay, high balance meaning <laughs> up to in LA County, Orange County, up to a loan amount of eight hundred and twenty-two thousand. Ah, okay. We okay. won't do that on jumbo because that's a whole different, you know, environment. So, so. <laughs> it's a whole a, a whole can of whoop ass. <laughs> oh, oh, believe me. Oh, I know, I know firsthand what that is all about as a customer. So, all right, amigas, now. It's been hot, and I know it's summer, it's hot, but, but real estate has been hot. Now, is this going to continue? Does, you know, if we, if we look at the macro level, will it persist? Because as my, my experience has been is what goes up must come down. Let's just take, for example, the year 2007. So how is this time different from the Great Recession? Well, the big difference is people have equity in their homes. And so they're not going to walk away from that. What's happening in our industry is a lack of inventory. A lot of millennials who stayed home with their families and grew up with, like, I'm in that position where I have two twins, adults living with me, who, you know, eventually will want to buy in a couple of years. And so there's a lot of kids like that that ended up families joining in 2008, 2009 with the pandemic, the families staying together. But now the kids are growing up and they all want homes and they can. A lot of millennials can afford the homes, but the inventory is not out there because people like myself and probably Martha, you're not planning on moving. And so who are the sellers who are going to be, you know, moving they're going to be the elderly going maybe assist downsizing, assisted living or to heaven, you know, one of the three mm-hmm. and or people leaving the state. But the average, you know, homeowner between the age of 40, probably say 35 and 70 is not really looking yet to sell or maybe even 65. They're probably comfort, comfortable where they're at. And so our inventory is not going to pick up. But I can tell you, I pre-approved maybe, I don't know, 10 people a week. So a figure 40 a month. Out of the 40, I'm opening maybe five escrows. So that gives you an idea of how many people want to own homes that aren't getting them because they're not out there. And the I this crunch has happened because of the amount of people who stayed living with their family during that 2008, 9, 10, 11 crisis and now really want to get out. And our construction did not keep up with the demand. Correct. So that is why we lack housing. Is this going to blow up? No, because there's equity in the homes. Is this going to pick up anytime soon? No, because it's going to take time for that to balance out. And I personally think our, our developers are not out there doing mass construction. So our government is trying to find ways to allow someone like, you know, in long in areas where they have large lots to add ADUs. They're doing different things to try to address the lack of inventory, but it's not going to end anytime soon. 
The only thing that would cause this, the buyers to slow down and maybe prices to stabilize, in my opinion, would be that rates go up. Right. Once rates go up, the buyer pool is going to be reduced. That would be the only thing that would slow the buyer side. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I know, Martha, you have a lot to add to this. No, I agree with you. I, I want the rate to go up. And I know people are being like, no, no, no. Yeah. But, but if you raise that rate, you're right. You're going to have less buyers. And with less buyers, less competition, less competition doesn't drive up that price so high. Right. Oh, my goodness. Well, this is all very valuable information, amigas. And I know that, I mean, there's so much we can talk about. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, just even like even discussing per diem, what the heck? Underwriting, what the heck? I mean, it was, it's just so, so, so much that I think that we as Amigas would love to learn about it, but perhaps we could do another episode on that, those specifics, because right now what I really wanted is for us to have this general discussion, how this is going about. Like, I wanted to know, like, do you guys see an end insight on this this craziness, this madness, and apparently we don't. <laughs> we don't have we don't have an end in sight unless they start raising the the interest rates. Correct. Uh, however, I will say this: sure, it is crazy, and and that's one part of the education educating part of the appointment or presentation is you know it is what it is. At the same time, I always still say, I guarantee you will get a house. Mm-hmm. We will get you a house. It will happen because in the big picture, what is the important part of it is owning your own home. And so I think no matter what, it's going to happen. Absolutely. You like your house after how many offers? (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Oh my God. I'm still unpacking. And then, and just how it correlates with everything, like people willingness to work and help you out. Like even that is like, oh my God, what a ah, cluster. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I I work with a lot of agents. Um, I've developed a relationship with so many. I have four offices that I constantly visit. And I always tell, I and I call five agents every week and just say, you know, this is Lucia, just seeing how you guys are doing. And, oh, Lucia, I hate working with buyers. I don't want to work with buyers. I'm like, oh, I want to be a listing agent. I go, you and every agent in the world, right? So it takes character to be a buyer's agent. And honestly, my advice to anyone listening, you want an experienced realtor to assist you like Martha. Yeah, you heard it here. You heard it here, amigas. Okay, before we end this conversation, I always ask my guests, if you could provide us like a tip on how an amiga can handle her shit. Because evidently here, Lucia and Marta have been handling their shit for a long ass time. So one tip for, from each of you, please. Don't get comfortable. Life is all about change. Woo! Love that. Love, love, love. What about you, Marta? Oh, there's a lot of stuff. How One of the things is surround yourself with strong, educated, capable people that always tell you it's going to work out, it's going to happen, because then you build up that energy, that faith, and then it happens. It always happens the way it's supposed to happen. Talk about manifesting, right? Yes. I love this conversation. Thank you so much, Amigas, for being here with me this lunch hour. And I know Amigas out there, 
are going to love this episode and get educated. So please tell us, how can our amigas out there find you? Well, for me, um, you can call me, you can text me, you can email me on my cell phone anytime. I'm, all, I'm here to assist you seven days a week because I don't want you to miss the opportunity of buying your home. So I'm always here to help you. So you can, however you want to contact me, I will answer. And that's Martha Morales. And in the show notes, your website is, what is your website, Martha? You know what? I think I'm changing my website so I don't have it on me. So email, which is Martha at teammorales.com or my cell phone number 310-993-1103. I'm there all the time because I'm changing my website. You heard it. You heard it, amigas. And Lucia, how can we contact you? They can contact me via email as well, lucia.solis at grarate.com. And my phone, 562-587-2669. Also, I have a website, grarate.com slash Solis. I also work seven days a week, anytime, always available to help clients, so... Perfect. Well, thank you, amigas. And I love having you here. And I'll see you ladies next time on Amiga Handy Your Shit podcast. Thank you very much. It was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. If anything resonates with you today, please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima.